Good morning. I was just walking down by the lake and the sea there this morning. And I noticed these bushes, I suppose you call them, on my right as I walk down and along. Strong, dark brown bark, shooting straight up from the ground, many feet tall without branching, covered with thorns, big, pointy, sharp. And in between, and they were in pairs, the thorns, and in between the thorns, they were facing sort of to one side of a branch, with these little tiny pale yellow buds emerging from this dark brown hard stem. Very spiky and very vulnerable. And then as I walked further on, on the other side, was a tree, a couple of trees, and as I watched closely, I could see that the buds coming out of the tree were the same little tiny yellow baby buds beginning to unfurl. And then I looked closely and I could see in that tree that there were some suckers, young branches where there'd been something cut or broken or a new young vigorous branch just like the others over on the other side of the path straight strong vigorous covered with big thorns and there were these other little branches older branches curvy not so straight not so hard with and the, the thorny branches had little yellow things emerging as as did the other branches softer the same buds unfurling sometimes between the vigorous, aggressive, young, feisty, thorny branches, and also emerging from the quieter, it seemed older. And it reminded me of me and of us as people, our vulnerable growth emerging, sometimes with lots of defensiveness and aggression, sometimes without needing to be so defensive, pushy. I thought of myself getting older, not being quite so feisty as I used to be in my youth, all that enthusiasm and spikiness. And then I watched the ducks on the lake and I saw how they sleep there were the wake ones chasing each other around, flirting, doing their springtime or getting their breakfasts. And two thirds of them had their heads turned back, their bills buried in under their shoulder blade feathers, sleeping, resting on the water, bobbing about gently, resting right in the middle of the water. I thought of us learning to come to rest right in the middle of our lives. At home, right here. And then two poems came to mind, which I would love to have read with my talk last night, but they came to me this morning. 
And one of them I don't know very well. It's E.E. E. Cummings. And it's each line is about let go of the fantasies, let go of the dreams, let go of the explanations and the what we think we need to get and the, all the busyness. Let go of this and this and this and this too. And the last line is, thus comes love. And the other poem I know well, it's Wendell Berry. When despair for the world grows in me, and I wake in the nights for fear of what my life or my children's lives may be, I go and lie down where the woodruff rests in his beauty, and the wild heron feeds. I come into the peace of wild things who do not tax their lives with forethought of grief. I come into the presence of still water and feel above me the day blind stars waiting with their light. For a time I rest in the grace of the world and am free. So reminding ourselves over and over to relax, to settle down right here, to come home into this moment's experience, known directly through our bodies, through our sensations, through our immediate experience of what's happening. Fresh, direct, underneath the filter of all the lenses and all the ideas and all the efforts to improve. Just this. Resting at anchor with some aspects of the body, if that's helpful. If we need the extra support to stay here. Quietly. Not needing to go anywhere, get anything, be anyone, do anything. simple, so simple it's overlooked. We are always at least two or three steps over looking the simplicity of being here. We allow the busy little mind to do its thing, but we don't give it attention. You don't pay attention to all of that mental proliferation. Let it just be in the background, 
mumbling away. Keeping the directness of right here, the senses. in our focus, giving our attention to this precious encounter. And we'll see how we're taken off on these journeys and our quietness is filled up with stories and dramas and fears and needs and we're lifted up carried around and we come back down again and that saga that situation that flood of passion whatever it is moves through subsides and disappears and here we are again, quiet, resting. From this place of here we are again, quiet, we can see, we can look back and have seen the grip, the grab, the thrust, the shrinking, the clutch, the push, whatever it was that was associated and felt with that particular drama, that particular ride. And we can observe how I came into being and got entangled and did and thought and planned and worried and blamed and whatever it was I did. And then it subsided. The doing, the I, the doer of the whatever it was, the action comes and goes, it isn't solid. when I'm filled up with that sense of me doing, having to, chasing, there's no space for anything else or anyone else. When it subsides, leaves us not just quiet, but space, open, available, to notice thorns and buds and ducks, and to hear the quiet lapping of the waves, resting in the peace of wild things who don't tax their lives with unnecessary thinking. Becoming filled up with passions and dramas and needs and selfing and, and then emptied out again, resting tender, available to connect, to receive impressions, to resonate with, to, to belong in. The beauty and the tragedy, the loveliness and ugliness of this realm
rising and falling like the ducks on the water. Just watching this life moving through us. This flow of energy filling us, moving through, leaving us. Incredible ability of human consciousness to observe how this moves through us and how it affects us and our interactions, entanglements. Extraordinary. And in this quieting and relaxing and curious observing comes tenderness, this caring, being vulnerable, being sensitive, being in this realm, coping, trying to help ourselves, doing all kinds of things which apparently will help, which just don't help. And as we gradually learn not to pick up the hot rocks and the get speared on the thorns and get entangled in the beliefs, and gradually unentangling, reducing that struggle, less dukkha-making behavior, more gratitude, confidence, well-being, growing. Compassion, growing. Understanding, growing. Little by little, its own way. It doesn't happen by magic, doesn't happen by grace. It happens, this growing, this learning, this unentangling, by seeing, by being willing to stay right here in the middle, giving our attention to this immediate experience, the clutching, the releasing of the heart. If we don't observe it, if we don't stay attentive to this inner process, we will learn nothing. If we observe, we will learn inevitably. It's the understanding that frees us, not our efforts to be free. Just keep watching. 
waiting and seeing. We've been practicing meditating. We've been refining the art of meditating over these days. We have various tools more available to us. So today, explore, experiment, practice with these various tools learn to refine this balancing act of maintaining a gentle presence. Know that when the little one, and we're all little ones, we're all <coughs> innocent in a way, <coughs> there is no one, as Hafiz says, who is not trudging along with as much dignity and courage and style as they possibly can. Every one of us. And at times when we're upset, troubled, crying, we need to bring cheer, encouragement, beauty, to fill ourselves with what's good, to reflect on qualities of behavior or beings. Until there's some calming. When there's calm, noticing the calm can in time become a vague drift, easy and relaxed and become sloth and torpor. Some point we notice that we're drifting. So we ask a few questions, we bring some interest. What's happening? Brighten up our interest. What's happening? What's it feel like when this is happening? What else is happening? If we find ourselves interested, really interested, getting really close to, we can find ourselves getting grim and locking onto something and pushing. Once we find that we've fallen into a sense of tension or striviness or insufficiency and grasping, we can relax back, open up. Let our attention be more receptive our attention go further into hearing or seeing further. Balancing. We can observe the arising and the grip and the effect and the toll on our systems of a lot of busyness, the I doing things, me getting. 
we can observe the ease when that has subsided. We can even watch the subsiding. We can use beauty, use nature, use kindness, use quiet as tools, as methods to help us keep going, present, connected. Only each one of us in each moment knows the conditions that are happening and how to help balance them. Refining the art of being present and awake. The art of unentangling ourselves, freeing ourselves. So we're going to be able to contribute warmth, care, goodwill as we participate in this co-creation of life. No one particular focus for today's practice. Your own refining, balancing. Questions? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the thing I would say. So Gillian was saying, you know, she's f- falling into the ditch of her mind is like acting up more and it's going in ahead and, you know, wh- what's going to happen next. And, and it's typical, you know, the, the retreat has a shape. You know, we come, we sort of take a time to land, we get here, we go in, we get quiet, we go begin to come back out and then whoop, we're going to go off. I'm learning whoop from Pascal. <laughs> and so um, it's, it's reasonable, you know, it's understandable. So what then Gillian said is that she's able to some of the time say what's going on, what does this feel like, what am I planning, I'm anticipating, worrying, whatever, and what does it feel like? That's the answer I would say. Bring our present, bring whatever's happening, we want to wake up to the presence of it, to the present moment so we can know, so we can be mindful of and then observe it. And it has to, that's only possible here. And so the ditch, of course, is whatever it may be, the side, you know, we get, carried away, away from here, carried away. We want to be here with it. So it's, that's what's happening, those voices are coming, that those think, thinking is happening. We want to discourage it because we don't want to fritter away the 
beauty of being so present and sensitive because the accumulation is, is intense that's been growing here. It's hard for you to know, but it has been. And so it's like, so this feels, how does this feel right here? Oh, this tension growing, what's that like? Really s deeply, slowly savor what's going on in your system. Feel, oh, anticipation, it brings that, ah, energy rises, you know. Meeting, receiving, and make that be the quality encounter right there. If this is, this is stimulating, energy is being stimulated, it feels like this. It's not that we want to be against ourselves for doing it and back in the box, but we want to, to be able to receive it fully. What is this like when I go into planning mode? And what's there? and stay there with that and slowly, and let me really encounter this, let me really let this in, what does this actually feel like? What else does this feel like? What else does this feel like? You know, to sort of slow down the meeting with it, not to stop it or push it away, but come towards it and hold it. And we'll see, oh, anxiety or, you know, like, excitement. There'll be lots of things there, what's that like? Some doubting, I won't remember how to be, I'll lose myself, you know, those, uh, and then it's like, oh, tenderness, I'm vulnerable, some compassion for the fact that I'm scared a little bit, I'm not going to, am I going to be the one I want to be, am I going to be the one I don't want to be, or whatever the thoughts, hold it all with friendliness, you know, it's, hold it all with friendliness. John. A particular practice, so John's asking about some of the refining skills of med of concentrating, and so it can, in your case, you say at times feel quite obsessive, stay, stay, do, 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 I know this very well. <laughs> and so, um, one of the ways I play with it and have learned to play with it is how light can I give my attention to whatever the object is that I'm using to gather myself with, how lightly can I hold it and still stay with it? Because I was like grimmed for me. It was like really a deep clutch. When you say obsessive, it makes me think of that. So can I just encourage how lightly, and don't go suddenly really light because you'll lose it, but like back off a little softer and softer. Can I, because another one for me is, uh, it's not just the doing of it, but there is, um, there's a stance in my system and it's, it feels like I'm, pushing forward and and so can I back up a bit? What if I back up a little bit more and a little bit more and yet stay? How lightly, how softly can I s stay? And then you discover that it's, can I rest with this? Can I trust my mind will stay if I don't grab so obsessively? It's about trusting. You know, is, and, and if my mind drifts, if, I, if something else comes in, is that going to be okay? Or have I got this this high expectation idealism that then I've lost it, am I going to then feel negative? What's going on here? What else is going on here? It's like that. And so it's, a, it's an experiment. There isn't right and therefore there isn't wrong. So there's no need to feel inflated or deflated or anything. It's just watching what it's doing and, and by the practicing that way, w observing it, what's going on as I do this? How is this mind, w you know, and it's by, it's almost by mistake. 
I mean, for instance, in my experience, you know, those moments that I had that were so profoundly nourishing, the, the concentration was so profoundly deep, but it was so completely passive. It was like, ah, clue. <laughs> All right, that's a good idea. Maybe I can just back off a lot and reassure myself and give myself some, you know, appreciation and then return and see what happens when I want to stay. And, oh, that's helpful. So it's by experiment. You can't do it wrong. You have to be able to experiment. So those are a couple of ways. Light, 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 and then reassure, reassure, and relax. Yes, Jacob. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Great questioning, thank you. Very clear. Anyone else had any temper tantrums? <laughs> Just so that you know. <laughs> and it's 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 a buildup of tension that needs to get released, and so your you know your inner wisdom is just taking care of that, and so it's just like too much. So, um, as long as our temper tantrums don't hurt other people, then they can be really helpful, you know, taking the pressure off. Um, so first of all, I'll I'll answer your question as best I can, but w the tendency is to want to know the point. That's why you, s you phrased it. And there isn't the point. There is no right, wrong point. So, but nevertheless, some of the skills to bring to it and experiment with and see what happens, um, there is benefit to um, turning the attention and p giving the attention fully to the sensations and where they are. And they can be very s useful. It can be really interesting because it can really bring us present, you know, when we're not off lost busy rehearsing or worrying, we're just like, this is what's happening. And we can say, this is, and just focus fully, and what are the sensations, and where are they, and what do they actually feel like? And one way um, that I've played with and often suggest, if I didn't in this retreat for whatever reason, um, is you can actually find the dimension of the sensation, like what's, is it six inches by three? Like where, you know, what's the boundary of it? Where does it, where does it dissipate? Where does it go down into your back where it's completely fine? And if you reapproach, where does it begin to build? And then when does it become full on? And play around because what you're doing with that is you're bringing interest. You're bringing that questioning inquiry. What is this? Um, that's one way. And by doing around the edges of it like that, you're then going back to, and this is comfortable, so it amps down the intensity. And then it can go back to, this is beginning to be uncomfortable in this area, and when I get any further in, it starts to getting really tense. For instance, it's possible that may be an experience you can have. And another experience, another, and you can then, mm, this is one way, is to do that for a few minutes, uh, and, t and then enough already and then it's getting to be a struggle now. If it gets to the point that there's added negativity, oh no, oh gosh, hurry up and ring the bell, I can't, you know, what am I gonna do? Then there's a version on top of the, uh, the interest, and that's now you're growing. Everything we're doing, we're getting better at it. Think of it like that. Everything we do, everything we do, we're developing that skill and getting better at it. Every time you whine, you're getting better at whining. Every time you have a panic attack, you're getting really good at panic attacking. And so interest, we want to grow that and get good at being interested. But if we're then adding aversion to on top of it, we're adding aversion, we're getting better at doing that. And so we want to not go that far. And so then, okay, go away from it completely with your attention. Go to hearing, go sweep your attention through the rest of your body, find places which are comfortable, your belly that's relaxed, whatever it else is there that's reassuring. 
and then it will pull you again. When it's enough pain, it will just pull you. You can't help it. Your attention is there. Another approach might be to go into it then. If there's enough stability and steadiness and not, you're not freaking out, um, then it's like, so what actually I, am I sensing? What's, the, what's it like? How could I describe this to a doctor? You know, how would I describe it to E.T., I often say. So here's, uh, I'm E.T., I don't have a body, and I don't know what it's like being a human body. So what, what do you mean, pain? You know, and so what is it actually? Is it throbbing? Is it stabbing? Is it moving? Is it swirly? Does it have a color? You know, is it dense? Like what? How could you describe, basically, you're being interested in it again. And the same again, and until what is meditating is being with knowingly. But what isn't meditating is when we taken away and lost in the tangle of, oh my God, I don't know if I'm going to be able to use my left hand. What if I get fired? You know, da -da. Okay, that's not meditating, right? So where does it begin to take us away into the ditch? Or, you know, where can we stay with it? And so you would explore that way. Sometimes people bring, Pascal did a guided thing of bring some kindness there to that whole thing. And so I see if you can wash it with some tenderness and, and just hold the thing. It's hard having a human body that hurts at times and different things like this. There's no one right point other than once we realize that we're no longer able to have the capacity to be with and we're now pushing against or it's, it's causing a lot of tension, then that's not skillful. It's better than move. It's better than actually move the whole body. Not just move the attention, but then move the body, stand up. It's fine. And this is a very quiet space. Some meditation halls are very creaky and noisy, and so if everyone's very quiet, you'll be have to be more careful of that. But go, then change your posture. You know, you can quietly do, you know, stretching and move your arm around. It's fine. It's fine. The meditation isn't to be still. The goal isn't to be still. The goal is to be present. And then the more we're able to be present with a tenderness and an interest and a balanced state, then the less we're thrown around and the less tension we have and the less we need to move. It, the stillness comes as a result of an inner well-being, not an imposed external. And so it's better to adjust and be able to stay present than feel stuck and freaking out. That's not meditating. That's just more of the old. It's useful? Thank you. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.